0: It is Thursday, July the 16th, 2020. Today we're going to be reading from Isaiah chapter 53, verses 7 through 9. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was like led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shearers is silent So Isaiah 53 is about the suffering servant. Uh, it's kind of a different picture of a Messiah than probably Israel would have expected. And we know that Jesus on the cross kind of fulfills all these words. Uh, this one who is God and yet is led uh, like a lamb to the slaughter. Doesn't open his mouth when he's accused. Um, it's interesting that Jesus chooses and God ultimately chooses to take on the role of powerlessness or weakness in the gospel. There's this great passage in uh, Genesis 15 that Peter Blankenship just preached for us at our church, where it shows that Abram and and God are, are cutting a covenant. And, and the way they would do that is they would cut open animals. And in between the the cut open animals—they cut them in half, literally—and in between is this bloody mess. Well, the tradition was that the weaker party was supposed to walk through the bloody mess, as if to say, "God saying, I." Uh, well, the the stronger party saying, "I will hold you to this covenant, and if you don't keep the covenant, you're going to become like these animals. You're going to get cut open. You're going to be killed." And we see in that passage in Genesis that actually God walks through the bloody mess in Abram's place. Abram falls into a trance and sees this smoking fire pot and this flaming sword. And that walks through in Abram's place. Takes the position of the weaker party, even though we know God is never the weaker party. And it's a really big... Uh, foreshadowing to what Jesus does on the cross. And that's what Henry Nouwen going to get in uh, today in this devotion, is this position of weakness and a posture of taking on weakness as a way of loving people. It's called the divine choice of weakness. God chose to enter into hum- human history in complete weakness. That divine choice forms the center of the Christian faith. In Jesus of Nazareth, the powerless God appeared among us to unmask the illusion of power, to disarm the prince of darkness who rules the world, and to bring the divided human race to a new unity. It is through total and unmitigated powerlessness that God shows us divine mercy. I hope you catch that that it's in the powerlessness that Christ took on in the cross that we actually are even able to receive divine mercy. It's very hard, if not impossible, for us to grasp this divine mercy. We keep praying to the almighty and powerful God, but all might and power is absent from the one who reveals God to us, saying, when you see me, you see the Father. If we truly want to love God, We have to look at the man of Nazareth, whose life was wrapped in weakness, and his weakness opens the way to the heart of God, opens the way for us to the heart of God. So it's in God's own taking on weakness, God didn't have to take on weakness, obviously, that God shows us his love and his mercy. And as we have received that love and that mercy, then it becomes pretty apparent And Paul will get into this, that our attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. That's from Philippians 2, Um, who took on weakness. So we also should lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters um, as we become the weaker parties in order that others uh, may know love and may know mercy and may know the grace of God. And so it's a, a very different kind of picture Just like in Isaiah, when this passage was written about the one who's led to the slaughter, that's not the picture of the Messiah. The people probably had wanted or hoped for. A suffering servant? What is that all about? And yet that's the way God chose to reveal himself. Ultimately, love always suffers for the one that it loves. We know that. We give up things for those we love. We give up things. We give up sleep for our children when they're young. We give up our own wishes to love our spouses. Uh, we give things away. And so suffering is part of love. Uh, taking on the role of weakness. Uh, God took on that role of weakness for us. Not that God was weak, but he allowed himself to take on the role of a servant. And uh, Paul will say even, he was obedient even to death on a cross so that we could receive mercy and forgiveness and grace. That whole pattern is called the pattern of cruciformity. And as we're called to pick up a cross, we're also called to lay our lives down for our brothers and sisters. One of my other favorite John three sixteen is 1 John 3.16 that says, This is how we know what love is. Christ laid down his life for us. And we also ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning. And I hope you have a great day.